0: So, uh, I'd like to welcome you all to this work retreat. I'm Caroline, those of you I haven't met. So a very warm welcome to all of you, familiar faces and new new people. So, um, yeah, this evening I'll talk reasonably briefly, I hope, um, just to offer a a sort of general welcome and introduction and hopefully to um, put you at your ease a little more if you're new and not sure what you've gotten into here (laughs) Um, so yes, coming on a retreat perhaps even if we've done it before there's a bit of a sense of embarking on an adventure possibly I don't know if it's there for you. I'm never quite sure how it's going to be. Stepping away from our usual routines and places. and Coming into a very different um, situation, really. And the real wonderful opportunities that that offers. And also the challenges. And so being really... Uh, open in a way to that, knowing that's okay, and that's kind of how it is for everybody, different times, beginning, middle and end (laughs) of retreat, I guess, like with anything, any situation we get ourselves into. Um, So, and this evening, yes, some some general introductory remarks, and my hope is uh, during this time I can offer some suggestions for practice and Uh, some reflections on the Dharma and for for you really to just take in what feels helpful. You know, just let the rest kind of, you know, float through and, and be there for future reference perhaps. But really to take what feels helpful. For each of us, this is such a I mean, a way, a kind of personal path that we each have to find for ourselves. You know, we hear the instructions and the ideas and go, yeah, right, that sounds good. Mindful, okay, what's that? Right, yeah, good, great. (laughs) To actually really, for ourselves, to really know what that is and to really practice it in our life, you know. It's no small thing. I do know. For those of you who've been at this for a while, perhaps you you have that experience, you know, where you sort of think you know, and you write, yeah, okay, you know, and then whoa, you know, not so much. And for those who are new, uh, it's that sense of uh, openness to a learning process. Let's be a learning process. What does it mean to be to be really present in our lives? Now what does that really mean? What does that really look like and feel like? You know, it doesn't, it, you know, it sounds great, doesn't it? But maybe it always, doesn't always feel so good. <laughs> so let me, anything but, let me get out of this present thing, you know. <laughs> you know, so I think it's also acknowledging that actually this, this practice and this path of of, of a large part of it is cultivating this sort of willingness to be present to be open to full range of our experience you know, it's not easy always, you know, maybe sometimes it is but sometimes it it isn't and uh, that's uh, to be worked through, worked with because there's something, perhaps we all we wouldn't be here if we didn't some way really have a sense of how what an incredible gift this has to offer us. Now maybe we already experienced the fruits of this and it's and so we're drawn, we're drawn to that. Something maybe almost hard to put your finger on, or name exactly, but something really beautiful, something really uh, life giving. So I really encourage you, I mean, maybe the process of transitioning to this retreat place has already been happening for you, you know, arriving and maybe walking in the garden and having tea and hopefully feeling like, oh, okay, right, here, okay. (laughs) So really allowing yourself, especially this evening, to really take it in, you know, the sights and the sounds and the, oh, right, okay, yep. So, so that your being can kind of, kind of relax in a way. Okay, now we're here, and really, kind of having some patience with that process. You know, sometimes that can be di- really different, can not it? I mean, you might—I don't know—if you live if this, you know, I don't know how you feel now compared to how you felt an hour ago, compared to how you felt like an hour before that. It's probably changing. So, uh, just to knowing that and taking care with that and. Uh, as much as possible, sort of kind of ushering yourself here, mentally, isn't it? Yeah. And allowing, I mean inevitably the reverberations of this week or who knows what's sort of kind of going on in the body, mind, in the heart. Just being very patient with that, giving that some time, sort of gentleness. So when I was preparing for this evening I... Um, been exploring uh, this one, maybe one image or a metaphor for uh, describing our, our practice, or our meditation practice, or our, our cultivation of, of uh, beneficial qualities. Um, How have we understand that? Um, and it's the the, the the metaphor of coming home coming home and in this in this way of using using that it's that sense of coming home which is not to a particular place not to a particular state of mind not to a particular you know but it's actually something about <sighs> Coming home to this moment, to that—oh, something in us longs for that. It's that's coming home to the present moment. We could we could say, coming home to that, paying attention, that opening to actually being here, actually what's happening right now. And feels to me that sometimes again that 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 process of coming home is it can be a bumpy ride maybe there's some difficult energies or you know uncomfortableness in the body or pain difficulty but actually it's almost like you feel it's almost like oh there's some there is actually somewhere which is not a place but it's a presence it's a it's an it's awareness it's a way of see language is so uh (laughs) is <laughs> so inadequate in a way but I hope you get that sense of that, that that possibility of a sense of presence that it is like a basic ground that we carry with us wherever we are however we are whatever's happening inwardly, outwardly this is, this is always available I'm going to say more about this but just to sort of point to that and see if you can sense anything like that right now that sense of just sitting here and these sights and sounds, and, you know, it may not be perfect, quite likely not, well who knows, maybe it is, a few moments like that, take those, very nice, thank you, but just to, it's like the knowing, the knowing of, of whatever is happening, and it's really in a way that's our, in our practice we're really inclining towards that, we're kind of more and more getting to know that so that everything, everything, more and more of each moment of our life is sort of held in this, in this compassionate awareness, this compassionate awakeness. So to extend the image or the metaphor of coming home, the simplicity of that, the sort of immediacy that's always available of, oh, right. all right, Body, mind, heart, you know, the breathing sounds. Oh, just this, just now. But then there's also this arena, area of cultivation. Maybe we we want to actually make our mind, you could say, like a, 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 a nice place to live. <laughs> you know, I don't know how about. It. But the mind is very unruly. I don't know about yours, but it can be a very uncomfortable place to live sometimes. And so so it's like there's this work of meditation. There's this very, very subtle, perhaps, but sometimes not so subtle, like, yes, lots not go there, you know, <laughs> that, that we can actually incline our minds, we can actually soften, ease, we can train our minds to dwell in, in, in nicer places, you know, and the Buddha points to all these. You know, the qualities of mindfulness or kindness or patience or um, all these, you know, many lovely qualities that actually we can kind of tune into. And so part of what we're practicing to do is to find out how, how, how does that happen? And how can we participate in that process? We can't control it, we can't make anything happen. But as we sit, as we walk, as we work... We can actually be sensitive to, oh, okay, sensitive to what is happening and how are we participating, how are we responding, you know, like fine-tuning our sense of when we're adding difficulty, you know, being able to actually, oh, yeah, I'm really, like, I'm getting all bunched up around this one, or, you know, I'm my mind, you know, that thought loop's really going, okay. You know, and we can actually then, we can take care of that, we can actually let go of that thought, we can practice doing that, we can practice skillful means, skillful means. And out of that, obviously, we probably all know, you know, great moments and times of healing and, and easing and... Oh, you know, and having a different perspective, and remembering, oh, there's this okayness, that's oh, it's right here, it's really accessible, it's really accessible, and also that as, that as that capacity, that skillfulness increases and grows, obviously ebbs and flows, obviously not a straight path, not for me anyway, no, but that our capacity for enjoying life can grow. And I, that's something I really wanted to invite you to do while you're here. It's really open to the possibility of really enjoying yourself. I don't know how that sounds. It's, it's on the level of, really it's like there's an enjoyment that we can open to which is so immediate and so simple It doesn't involve having to you know go off and organize 15 things so that we can enjoy ourselves you know which is often what we get caught up in isn't it you know that somehow that enjoyment has always got to be somehow you know somewhere else or in the future and that possibility of that like just very oh. Right now, if you have a sense of that, a little bit, so really noticing that, being open to that, receptive to that, it's so supportive and gladdening. When again, for so many of you, for so many of us, me included, you know, we can get so drawn and tracked and you know run away with by negative thinking of various kinds, or even just those niggly, niggly bits going in and in and in, inclining towards what's. Uh, Lovely, inwardly and outwardly. So last kind of extension of this metaphor of coming home and then of making a home a a welcoming place, a compassionate place, happy place, is that most, not all certainly, but a great part of that work Can be done for us by kind, careful attentiveness, moment to moment. That's where the work is done, I think. You know, and and, and it's so, it can be so, so something we just jump over and we get, well, yeah, but I've got to sort this out, I've got to sort that out, I've got to get rid of that bit, and then I've got to work through that, which may be some truth to, but also that there's this something we can explore while we're here, where we don't have, you know, so many things coming at us from the outside. We can actually really find out, again, this is so important in in, in teachings, and all the teachings and the practices, to find out for ourselves through practice. Because if we don't do that, we won't find out. know hundreds and hundreds of hours of listening to dharma talks is going to do it, it you know it'll do something and it might help but it's it's this commitment or this this kind of effort so this kind of interest in what is it to actually this kind of practice this kind careful attention to each moment as a basis is again not the whole of the path but Really, actually, if we allow it to, it will do so much of what needs to be done. And to really, to really trust that, or to explore that, so that you know we can we can find out for ourselves. And sometimes, you know, we need other resources, and we'll touch on what they might be as the days go on. So there's this great uh, potential this great potential for awakening, for uh, learning to uh, be kind with with ourselves, with others, to, to be able to fully, fully inhabit our life. And on this retreat, the retreat form is what supports us? really the conditions, the conditions, the container, the, 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 the components the different. If you have a think of a kit like a metal bowl and all the different sort of things that go into making that. or imagine it's like it's got it's on a tripod, it's on three three legs and the three legs are ethics, silence and simplicity. So I just want to say a little bit about each of these three. And to me, part of the importance of of kind of going over these at the beginning of a retreat is that, again, it, it may be that we tend to underestimate their importance and how much our meditation actually depends on them. So for us to have, if you like, kind of a beneficial meditation, we need these three supports. And in our life, you know, obviously the retreat forum is one way of those three things manifesting. But we can really then take how do we then in our life, you know, in our actual life, we can how do we take that ethical commitment? How do we how do we actually sort of thread that through our life? How do we how do we bring silence, times, moments of silence? Or even just the 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 you could say attitude of silence you know, which is something very powerful in the midst of London and everything's, you know, rushing around and crashing around, it's like there's still, there's a silence. There can be, like, the sense of the sound in the silence is held in the silence, or an inner silence that can really be, be a nourishment, a uh, resource to us wherever we are. And, and, and so not to see the silence as being, oh, that's a guy house, left that behind... So it's also opening to the silence. It's like that the silence here can actually, we can begin to almost let that teach us about a kind of silence of the mind that we can, we can actually practice in noisy places. So to take care with the silence here, and if it's new to you, to, you know, there may be some kind of, I don't know about this, silence, it might feel a bit weird or a bit, whatever, threatening or just strange or, that's fine and that's very normal. And, and also, but, uh, some metaphor I sometimes use is, it's a suggestion to see it like, this could be a really good friend. <laughs> and taking the time to sort of get to know that. And that, yeah so that this silence can, can become a really good friend. With the um, the ethical commitment, the commitment to non-harming, this really powerful, really powerful commitment, and actually goes very, very, very deep. And one way of looking at it is really, really, you know, the foundation for liberation. Because the, the, you could say that one way of understanding the goal, the end of the path, is, is a... The awakened mind and heart that's completely free from all forms of, of of harming, from greed, from hatred, from delusion. So actually this commitment to non harming, we can we can refine it, and refine it, and refine it. We can we can bring it right into the middle of our, you know, of our mind storms and we can we can start to use it as a commitment to I will not beat myself up here. You know, start start to. It's really possible to, for it to also be a very powerful support to our own relationship with ourselves. It can be a real uh, a support, and, and yeah, sometimes that place where you just stop and say, "No, I will not go further than this," because we've trained, we've trained in that commitment, we've trained in that intention over a period of time and then it becomes very strong not as a rigid fixed right do this and don't do that but as a kind of a, a powerful sense of respect for life and a powerful sort of sense of, of desire to protect life so the ethical precepts um, to not harm but instead to practice compassionate action you know while we're here Particularly with the working, it's such a wonderful opportunity. You know, I, it's, one of the little stories I, t- I tell sometimes an experience on a work, work work retreat. Actually, it wasn't a work retreat; it was a regular retreat. But it was during the work hour, where I was cleaning the tables in the dining room in a very grumpy way. Thinking, I don't, I wanted another job. You know, I was like, white, wipe, wipe, wipe. Mm-hmm. And and at some, point I thought, okay, practice with this. You know, good yogi. And, and I did, I started to actually bring that intention of, oh, I'm do- doing this for everybody, you know, for the, for the, to support the other retreatants. And it's, it can be an action of offering, you know. And lo and behold, it got more pleasant <laughs> to do this work. And that was, a, that was a big lesson for me, big lesson. Do so you see just the possibilities of, of, of the refraining, and then ah, the, oh, what I'm doing instead. So the ethical precepts have these sort of wonderful sort of double, two sides to them of a, of a refrain, of a restraint, a kind of place of saying stop. And then they also have this other side, which is, and you see, look, there's this, <laughs> which is conducive to our happiness and the happiness of others. So that the practicing with the precepts, these, these five guidelines can be really happy. Be really enjoyable. Then the second one is to refrain from taking that which is not given. And here we have this opportunity to, you know, living together. We don't really, a lot of you don't know each other. and Have that trust and, and that we're not going to take each other's stuff. How wonderful. It's sort of such a part of, of, of sort of building an atmosphere of respect and, and safety. And instead, in this particular version that I really like, we practice contentment. Isn't that great? You know, I really want this, or I wish I'd bought my special pillow, or, oh gosh, if only I'd remember my sunglasses. (laughs) You know? And it's like, okay, well. Oh, and I'm sharing a room, and I really want a room my own, or, you know, whatever it is. Can we practice contentment? And actually open to the great, great bounty the great, great bounty that's being offered to us every moment. Then we refrain from sexual activity while we're on retreat. And the positive of that is to practice responsibility in all my relationships. Which I, I really like that sense of that we, we're extending that guideline to include the way we relate with every person, maybe with every being. So then again, you know, when, we, when we're facing the sometimes a very difficult, challenging realm of, of sexuality and sexual relationships, that again, we, we have, we're strengthened in that because we've been practicing that sort of sensitivity and responsibility in all our relationships, and then that's there to help us when it gets difficult. the um, so just quickly, uh, refraining from harmful speech. And instead to practice noble silence and wise speech. So in the silence of a retreat, we have the chance to, again, kind of show the mind how lovely it is to not have to talk all the time. (laughs) You know, even though sometimes it's lovely to talk. And to really, to really get that sense out. It's lovely also to be able to let go of that. But also, when you do talk, practice that mindfulness. Like sitting here now, speaking is such a powerful sort of mindfulness of speaking kind of situation. You know, and in our lives, don't we often going around just saying blah 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> not very mindfully. Um, so when you do speak, you know, whether it's in an interview or whether you're talking to a coordinator about your work really really encourage you to really bring that mindfulness to the speaking and what happens because often it's like oh you know doesn't it things kind of get going and it's just and it's like it's okay just just notice what happens and use it as an opportunity to practice speaking appropriately <laughs> very very challenging practice and lastly to refrain from the use of intoxicants and instead to care for my body and mind. So while you're here, to refrain from taking any drugs or alcohol other than prescribed medication, which you're encouraged to continue taking, and to really also take this as an opportunity to practice care of the body. If some of you aren't used to sitting, well, we'll have a little time for a little stretch break in a minute, but just really allow yourself to move. Your but you don't feel like you're kind of like, you know, stuck there. You've got to be still and rigid. Let you Let yourself shift if you need to. And then find the stillness again. The stillness again is meant to be something that's helpful. And sometimes that means bearing with a bit of fidgetiness and not moving. Here's a great practice of wisdom. Right there, the wisdom of discernment. To move or not to move, (laughs) that is the question. It's very, it's very, one of those wonderful detailed points of practice because sometimes maybe it's helpful to. And sometimes maybe it's really helpful to just let go of that. Just let go of that and actually let the body settle. But especially if you're new to meditation, you, you may need a little bit of experimentation to find... A posture that works and we'll do a bit more on that tomorrow morning so I hope that the simplicity of being here of being able to let go of your mobile phone which I encourage you to bury deeply in your case or give to me should temptation be too strong give yourself a break from that and if you need this evening to contact people you know, to tell them you're really going to lay this down, then please feel free to do that and then put it aside. Um, Yeah, real encouragement to uh, get any support that you might need to help you be here, to help you really make the most of being here from myself, from the coordinators. We're really here to support you. So to help you have the best retreat that you can. And we thank you in advance very much for the work that you'll do. And just know that it's a huge contribution to being here. And that in doing that you're part of a great enterprise of generosity. That this place is really still very much running on. And so to really enjoy the the. In a way, the joy of of being part of that uh, I can not there's a better way of putting it than that, but anyway, the, the gen- celebration of generosity that that this place is. Um so please feel free if you if I, there'll be interviews and so they'll be up on the board tomorrow, but you know if you need to speak to me, just come and speak to me or leave me a note, you know, and i'm I'm around. so um, yes.